Hello, everyone. It is November 6th, and you're listening to the best palcast. My name is Griffin Reynolds, and I'm joined today by two of my best pals. First and foremost, BJ Guest. Hello, Hello. BJ Guest. Hello. I am also joined by a great pal, Josh Brito. What up, what up, what up? I'm so Uh, happy to be here right now. We are happy to have you. It has been a long time coming. We have talked about it a lot. It is The day has finally come. Finally pulled the trigger. When when you told (laughs) me that you guys had a podcast, I just thought that was the coolest thing ever. (laughs) Well, we appreciate that, bud. Um, And what a fantastic time for you to come on because... Uh, we're just going to jump right into it. You and I have been both been chugging away at a new game that has come out. Oh, yeah. We've both been playing Outer Worlds. So good. Um, BJ, have you checked into Outer Worlds at all? I, watching the videos? I have heard that it is a video game. And, <laughs> and that, that is, is the extent. extent. That is the extent of what I know about Outer Worlds. Um, I heard it's kind of Mass Effect-y. Mass Effect-E-esque. Yeah, um... So it is is by uh, the same people who made uh, Fallout Three and yeah, New Obsidian. Vegas. Okay, um, Obsidian, and they have done a great job with that. So think it's it's much more Fallout than it is Mass Effect. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's I'm having a great time with it. Um, so I, we just, I, I'm just going to start touching base on Outer Worlds because I've been waiting to talk to you guys about this <laughs> for like two weeks. Um, I think it's fantastic. Um, I'm having a great time. It, one of the strongest points of this game for me is the companions. Uh, yeah, hmm. totally. How, um, how, many, th- how many have you unlocked yet? Not to do a spoiler. I have. I'm curious. I have everyone. Oh, I have everyone. Uh, uh, no, <laughs> um, I have everyone, everyone wants to be your companion, right? <laughs> in life and in video games. Um, so one thing I really like is that the different conversations that you have, because you can bring two companions along, depending mm-hmm. on who you have, what can conversations are had. And, um, oh, what's the, the initial companion that you get, uh, Pravardi? Pavardi, yeah, yeah, yeah. She will never leave my party. She, I, lo- I love her. I haven't, I haven't disbanded her either. Yeah, she is. Um, she's the best. She's a super interesting character. Um, and I like, I like that. Um, each, it at seemingly, I haven't unlocked all the companions yet, but so far, um, everyone seems to have like a quest line, and um, her hers is just weird and and goofy and interesting and i i really like oh, that oh i do too um so i'm i'm with you as well i've decked her out in in the best so you can if you haven't played it uh for those of you who haven't played it you can um you can deck your uh your companions out in any armor or, or weapons that you mm-hmm. find uh in the world which is pretty cool so so she's got all my best stuff other than me so second best stuff I got. second best stuff because <laughs> i care about my companions you know can you have oh, several companions at a time? Like when you go on missions, like is it just you and like this whole squad of it's people? A t- it's a two max. Or do you have issues? Yeah, you okay. can only have two with you at one time. Um, and you know, I will change it out depending on because there are companion side quests to go on and complete. Um, you know, if I'm obviously working towards somebody's side quest, or I'm, you know, if I'm on a planet that that character is from, you know, I'm going to, I'm more likely to take them and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, because they'll interact with the people from that planet more. Cause they, you know, right. know each other. Yeah. Um, 
And I think a lot of the NPC dialogue is done really well. A lot of the voice acting is yeah, superb, and the, and the um, I think the level, like the depth of conversation that you can go through. Like there was a there was a, a an NPC that I talked to, um, and and it was in such an interesting and like goofy conversation. And it probably went on just for for like two or three minutes straight. And I was trying to get to the bottom of like when when would this end? Um, and and it went on for for forever. And I thought that was just so so cool. And you have so many different um, like different dialogue options. Like in a lot of in a lot of um, RPGs, I think you you have different dialogue options, but they don't really affect the outcome. Like you still get to the same outcome. That's not that's not right. uh, mm-hmm. the, so same the same with right. this game, which I really like. Like you can you can be a total jerk, and you're gonna get you know, a similarly jerky response. Mm. Like, they're not just always going to be super favorable to you. So, Yeah. That's really neat. Um, and I, it's something that's really cool, and I think adds to the replayability of this game versus a lot of other RPGs where it's like, you pour all these yeah. hours into it, and you're like, you put the, you like finish the game, and you're like, that was a slog. Mm-hmm. And I enjoyed it, but it took forever, you know? Uh, this game is really not that long. A lot of people are claiming like a 25, 30 hour playthrough. Uh-huh. Um, and the initial character building, for, you know, you get strength, intelligence, charisma, you know, tech skills, all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And all those things really change how you play the game. Your, you know, how you interact with people, how you approach missions, how you do these things. Um, and I feel like that really gives you the opportunity to come at this a second time. Like I know people who have finished it and immediately started to play through like as a completely different style of character and have a completely different experience. Yeah. And that's, that's not something that I actually typically do with video games. Like I, I, if I replay a game, which is, which is rare, I take a long hiatus, but I, but I do see myself Mm -hmm. doing that. I do see myself kind of going through, um, this game and kind of starting a new one immediately with a totally different build just to see how different the experience is. Okay. It, so the way you treat others in that dialogue changes the pace off of how you, you treat them. But like if you treat a certain race on a planet, you leave that planet, you come back. Are they like more hostile to you? Does it really, so, does that change? I'm thinking like, in my mind, I'm thinking like Fable. You remember that game on the Xbox, right. oh, where if you were a monster, people were like, "That that guy's a monster. <laughs> Stay away from him." That sort of thing. So, um, the so the 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 way this game is set up is that you were on a ship that was going. You and a bunch of other people were going into cryo sleep on a ship to go kind of terraform these this new planet cluster. Mm-hmm. Your ship gets lost you get woken up and it's like this big cover up. Like nobody knows what happened to the ship. Um, but you get there to where you're supposed to be going Halcyon. And it's all these different corporations. Hmm. It's basically like they run everything. They're the government is the corporations. Mm-hmm. So each faction of the, of the corporations, you increase your standing or decrease your standing with each one of them. So think about that. Uh, like replace okay. races with that. Gotcha. So you'll do something, you'll do a quest, and you'll complete it for someone within a certain corporation. For the, for the marketing and you're a little team. Thing, right. right you're, a little thing will pop up and be like, uh, Spacer's Choice, uh, 
level increases. Gotcha. You know, they you know they are friendly to you now versus indifferent or you know something like that. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Yeah, it's very interesting. I'm having a great time. Um, yeah the the other thing see. the other thing I I thought was pretty cool, um, and I I had heard about it uh, before I actually played the game, um, but I didn't really fully understand how it affected anything until it actually happened. But um, you can actually take um, like stat uh, like minimizers. Like for instance, my character has been shot in the head so many times that a little pop up window came up and said. Um, you can be permanently concussed for the rest of the game um, and take X X number of um, <laughs> you know points off of your intelligence score, but you get an additional perk to go spend on something else. Um, Whatever. And that's happened mm, a couple times cool. throughout my playthrough. I, I, I think that's such an interesting mm-hmm. um, and fun way to keep the game fresh um, and kind of gives you that more yeah. you know more options on, on how to play even after you've already done you know a full build. I think yeah. that was really a really cool design choice by the by the developers. That's really neat. I've never I've never seen anything like that before. Yeah, that is something new. Totally new. And it's yeah. really interesting because like if you get attacked by the certain type of wildlife enough, mm-hmm. you'll you you know something will pop up and be like you are now scared of these wildlife. Do you <laughs> your do you character take is a that chicken. perk? <laughs> like do you take do you uh-huh. take that you know uh, negative? But we'll give yeah. you a perk point. To that spin. is really cool. So it's really interesting. So I I think they're doing a lot of cool things with these games. Um, Josh, you have something here that I did want to touch on. So there is weapon mod in the game. Um, I they I wish that was more fleshed out. I totally agree, and and I feel like I'm unfairly comparing it to to other games that I've played in the past where the modding is super detailed and fun. Mm -hmm. Um, not that not that this isn't. Not that there isn't options and different things you can do, but it doesn't feel, like you said, you said it perfectly, it doesn't feel as fleshed out, it just feels very generic, and like, mm-hmm. it just doesn't feel like a lot goes into it, and it's and it's and it feels too easy to get the mods that you're doing, um, which makes mm-hmm. it, makes each mod feel like less special, kind of. Um, like, I feel like I've hit almost every mod in the like, 10 hours that I've played, and that, that kind of stinks. You think maybe it's like like tacked on perhaps like they put mm-hmm. so much effort in this the yeah. customization and the dialogue you're like oh crap people like to modify their weapons so just just throw it there yeah that kind of maybe right and it, it that, that definitely could be um i feel like the one that that is the only one that really um shows in gameplay for me personally is like the uh weapon like type damage like you can make your weapon do like electric damage Uh or corrosive damage Uh that's really to me the only one that like really shows while I'm playing Um, but I think we have talked a lot about Outer Worlds and that is (laughs) we usually (laughs) don't jump into a topic that quickly but that is something that uh, you know for two weeks since we did our our watch along episode last week I've been sitting on this (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> been waiting to talk about this game for two weeks yeah i got to i got to work from home all last week and i've just poured so many hours into this game it was That's awesome great. which i don't usually get to do because i travel yeah. for a living so is so outer worlds how do you how do you play oh. what do you play for outer worlds like is it on is it on I'm playing consoles? On ps4 yeah i'm a, PS4. I it's on, on ps4 but i think it's, it's on, on everything, it's on right? uh ps4 xbox one and pc yeah gotcha okay Okay, Outer Worlds. 
So, Beach, now that Josh and I have said what we've been doing lately, what have you been doing? I haven't played any video games this entire week. <laughs> I have. That's I've, a travesty. Okay, so no, no, that's well, it's kind of a lie. I picked up um, Fire Emblem again after the the death of my two dudes, and uh. I did another like battle quest, and everybody survived. I was I was very strategic. Like we stayed in a diamond formation, mm-hmm. and we just moved as a squad everywhere we went. Um, but we came back to the, like the school and the guy that died was back in the school. Yeah. He was over there by the, by the fishing village. And he was like, well, hello there with his little flower. And I was like, I thought you died. Unless I got him confused with another person, which is a a strong, strong possibility. Strong possibility. But, um, I wonder if they have to leave him in the cutscenes for story. But see, reasons, it wasn't like but I it wasn't very, very important. Strange. It wasn't very important. It was just kind of like a he it's was like, standing there. Yeah, like you know, he, you can go and just talk to people, and a lot of the stuff they have to say is like not important. And it was just like a, I love to use my lance. <laughs> and I was like, that's that's why you freaking like, died the first like, time, man, like, dude. You died. Yeah, like you're a ghost. <laughs> um, I've touched that. I I've still been playing What the Golf on Apple Arcade. I'm addicted. Ooh. It is my cocaine. Um, it's so good. I've I played a tiny, tiny, minuscule amount of the Frogger game on Apple Arcade. There's a Frogger. There game is a Frogger Arcade? game. It looks gorgeous. It's, uh, from what I can tell, it's like based inside of a home, and you go through to different rooms, and that's the aesthetic of the Frogger game. Um, What's it called? I don't know, Frogger. <laughs> <laughs> are you an actual frog in a home yeah yeah you're an actual frog that's, you got a that's cool, amazing you got cool little goggles and like the old um pilots kind of helmet with the flaps mm-hmm. you know what i'm talking about mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you yep. your your job is to collect jelly beans and save like little froglets and i've i've played a tiny amount of that with a screaming newborn in my arms so i can't really give much of a judgment call is that it looks is it, it looks really good is it Frogger in Toy Town? That sounds right. It's it's literally okay. the only Frogger game in Apple Arcade. <laughs> um, this looks great. I can't. I'm yeah, downloading no, it, it right it now. It looks really really nice. Um, I've been writing a few articles for Dungeons and Dragons um, for a yeah. couple of Dungeons and Dragons like blogs. So whenever they tell me, That's whenever awesome. they tell me they post them, I'll tell you where to find them. Nice. So, yeah. um, and we will read them. Speaking please. of Dungeons and Dragons, I don't know if we... I did not do a very good job of introducing Josh to everyone that's listening. Uh, Josh and I went to the University of Georgia together. Um, the reason that uh, he that brought all of us together um, is that BJ hosts our Dungeons and Dragons game. Josh plays and Jeffrey, Dragons. and you've heard us uh, mention Jeffrey before. Um He's, and how he's the best character in the group. Yeah, and sure. That's that's what you that's said, right? That's definitely what we said. Um, I honestly can't remember what we said. <laughs> it's probably like, oh, the Jeffrey, yeah, he's a psychopath. <laughs> Jeffrey no. adds an air of chaos to our group that is uh, much needed. Yeah. You keep it. You got to keep it fresh. You got to have the wild card. <laughs> yeah. Right. Hey, Josh, right. you remember that bur- that bat Bruce that's in the bag of holding? You ain't, oh you ain't open. I mean, he gone. You, it's been a couple. It's been a, over a week in the game that you have not. You know, I did. I did think about that when we were playing last, and I was like, I was like, man, should I just like, 
check the bag during this battle right now that I'm literally about to die in. Like I've got I've got like 10, 10, 10 health left. Like maybe maybe just hang out with the bat for my last for my uh, action. I, I for my last check on time. The dead guy. Bag holding. Tim would have lost. Oh my God. If I don't. <laughs> even if my character had died, I don't think Tim would ever have let me make another character yeah, again. You can't do it. That would have been fantastic. Oh, um, so that is so yeah. What we've been playing, what we've been doing. We've been um, doing? So let's move on to some news because uh, news. <laughs> That's the news song. It's the it's a new news song every week. Um, yeah, a lot has uh, happened in two weeks. Beach, why don't you? Josh and I talked a lot already. You give us some news. So I've got a couple things that's uh, pretty much the same of what you guys have. Um, I will talk about the things that I have that are original, if that's fine with you all. Yeah. No, I thought I thought you guys were gonna be silent. Back. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) So, um. Dungeons and Dragons uh, has. Uh, let me start over. So, Critical Role is a <laughs> start uh, over. Let me just start over. Uh, Critical Role is pretty much like the premier uh, Dungeons and Dragons streaming show. You see it on Twitch uh, every Thursday night, um, and it's it goes on YouTube later in the week. Blah blah blah. Um, it's pretty much like what is spearheaded, kind of making D and D a little bit more um, accessible to people, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. They for a Kickstarter, they were going to do a animated series, and it's like the most successful Kickstarter ever. Like within 24 hours, it had like millions of dollars, and they were asking for like 750 thousand something, you know. And it, it was like it's bonkers how wow. much money they um they got in such a short amount of time. And um, just yesterday or two days ago, uh, news came out that Amazon has picked them up for their animated series. So it's going to be on Amazon Prime, which is really, really cool. It's going to be for two that's seasons. That's going to be awesome. Yeah, so I'm excited so for cool. like a quote-unquote mainstream Dungeons & Dragons animated series. Like, I think mm-hmm. it'd be really, really fun to watch. Like, I love watching uh, Harmon Quest. Oh, my God. Dan, Har- Dan Harmon's yes. uh, D&D. Because um, yep. the seamless transition of them at the table mm-hmm. to the to the animation is really good. Yeah. Um, and I think that really helps me stay engaged more mm-hmm. than just, like, listening to the audio of it. Yeah, yeah. So this will be, like, an actual animated series of um, their campaign from a couple of years ago. That was really, really big. Um, so... It's exciting, and the animation yeah, looks really exciting. freaking good. Um, I need to go look at it. Go look at it. Um, Pokemon leaks have leaked out just like a busted balloon, and I can't look away. I check on Reddit <laughs> every day. I go to that same Google Doc, and I'm like, what's new for me to look at and spoil myself? You like texting me, and you're like, I can't stop i can't looking at the leaks <laughs> i went to uh gamestop to pre-order shield and um i had ten dollars on my account which was very exciting it was from nice. years ago and i was i didn't know what it was from um but i was pre-ordering the game and the you know the gamestop dude always tries to make small talk he was like so have you seen the leaks <laughs> and i'm sitting there with my two-year-old in my hand i'm like i have 
and I'm disappointed. <laughs> and the guy said, what do you mean? I was like, no, 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 disappointed in myself for not having any <laughs> self-control. <laughs> and I generally expect like a, ha, ha, ha. This guy was just deadpan, just staring at me. Just did not care. Really? Yeah. Just it was just like, oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Wow. <laughs> GameStop employees. That's well, why they're going out of business. Screw that guy. They don't laugh at my jokes. 100%. But true. 100%. there's a lot of stuff going on. Coming out next week. Pretty. I'm excited. A lot of people are still pissy about it, but. That'll be great, man. I'm super fine. excited. Yeah. So that's pretty much all I have in the realm of news. Um, yeah, because so, you, I mean, you have more stuff to talk about, but it's also stuff that both of us have. Yeah. Um, let's talk about this Witcher Netflix trailer. Boy. Because it looks super good. <sighs> have you seen it, Josh? I have not, so, but I need to watch it. Really yeah, I've, I've been I've been following just kind of the general developments mm-hmm. of the show, but I haven't seen the actual. It's like yet. it's like a four it's like a four K trailer, so it looks mm-hmm. just crisp. Yeah. Henry Cavill. Um, yeah, he, Henry he Cavill, looks like a good Gerald. Geralt. He act- yeah, Geralt. Ger- Geralt. Oh, it's a hard G. It's a hard G. Wow, he's Gary. A soft G. Interesting. Nah, it's Geralt. Geralt. Sounds like a Geralt like, you know, like the sign that make for you throw up. Girl. Okay. Okay, sorry. Um, it looks great. I think that they are taking a lot of influence from the books, which I really appreciate because I have uh I I, I don't know how to put this because I didn't physically read them, I listened to them on audiobooks. So do mm-hmm. I say that I read the books? <laughs> you can say someone read the books to me, but when you tell someone else that it sounds yeah, it sounds, sounds like weird. you're illiterate. Because I don't want to say like I read the books because I listened to the audiobook, but then it's like, I but it's like, how books. do I tell somebody? Anyway, uh-huh. it's like a weird conversation. Um, I really enjoyed the books. I really enjoy the Witcher Three game. We'll get to that mm-hmm. in a minute. Um, and I'm very excited for this. I a lot of people are saying that this Witcher series is going to be Netflix's Game of Thrones. I, I get that vibe from uh, the yeah. the trailer. Like it, 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 it the words. The, I left you speechless. You really did. <laughs> like the aesthetics are obviously going to be very similar to Game of Thrones, um, except you know the Witcher has a lot of monsters and there's a lot of stuff with the Witchers and stuff. But I I. I can see where they're going to kind of push it to more of that almost like political mm-hmm. to it. I don't well, know. And some people were saying like, I saw a post. It's like the Witcher TV show will focus a lot on uh Siri and Yennefer and people are mad. And then like somebody had like quote tweeted it and said, mm-hmm. those people obviously never read the books. Right. <laughs> Cause like those two people are, <laughs> are major characters in the books. It's not just like all about Geralt. I yeah. mean, he's the main character. He's the protagonist, but like so much of what that story as a whole is, is those two characters as well. So mm-hmm. um, is that, is that like potentially setting the show up to fail before it even happens? Like making the claim that it's Netflix's game of Thrones like that. I don't know. That's such a, that's, well, I, I feel like that's a tough thing to live up to. And it might give people who don't know like the Witcher at all, like a bad, yeah, you know what I mean? 
Oh, I think it's, I think it's, you know, it's hard to produce a piece of entertainment when somebody puts that level of expectation on it, which leads me into my next piece of news. Death Stranding (laughs) uh, press reviews are out. That game got a lot of expectation put on it Mm -hmm. and people are not happy. I mean, you can't throw a baby in a bag. (laughs) in the trailer <laughs> you know what, what i mean? mean and then and then put out the game that you put out and be confused of why people are like what the frick is this you know what i mean i agree have you have you guys ever seen um have you ever have you guys ever seen clerks either any of the clerks movies yes a little yes. bit yeah. you, have you seen the second one where where they're arguing about lord of the rings and and star wars and he's like and randall's like it's just a movie it's a whole series of people walking that's all the. That's all it is. That's what I thought of immediately when I yep. when I saw this game. It's like you're just walking. It's a game about walking, and that's what it is. It's literally a delivery game, right? Um, and I, people were. I was not prepared for that. I've been. I tried to. I've been trying to like slog through different reviews because it actually has a really mm-hmm. good Metacritic score. It's got like it's in like the hot mid mid to high eighties or something, which I was surprised about. And I was trying to read through some of them and. I just couldn't get through it. It was like, it was so highbrow. Like, this game is the game of a generation, and if you don't like it, then don't be a part of the conversation. Like, it just had this weird aura of superiority to it, and yeah. that is like, really, is that is that what you're going with? Like, if it's not a fun game to play, like, who cares about the message yeah. it's trying to give you? If it was a movie, that's that's a different story, right? But it but it's a game, mm-hmm. and it should be fun to play, and that yeah. doesn't sound fun to play. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. And I think that um, a lot of people are very protective of Hideo Kojima Mm -hmm. and what he does Mm -hmm. um, because they loved what he did with 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 Metal Gear Mm -hmm. and things like that. Um, People hold him in such a high regard. And I know just from what I have absorbed and and podcasts I've listened to and things I've read, um, some people who who are Metal Gear fanatics and like held him in this high regard played this game. And they're like, I don't like it. You know, it's just this. You know, and these people I feel bad for because they have been waiting for so long mm-hmm. for a game from a creator that they love to come out for right. them to enjoy. They just don't like it. Well, so can't you all know, be people, winners, you know. Oh, and. I, and I, you know that's what's so tough i mean like you want to talk about high expectations yeah right yeah i mean this game i mean people were people been talking about this game forever and like mm-hmm. and not even and before this game was even a thing when um you know kojima left konami they're like what's he gonna do now like from that moment yeah till now people had been waiting for this game yeah so yeah but they've also played into it a lot too. They right? really did. Oh, like they, oh. they're. I mean, and how do you not? Right. You have to take advantage of of your name yeah. and, and your platform, and and that marketing campaign has been insane over the past two years. So you yeah. can't not take advantage of that. But the, they're not totally um, innocent of the expectations that were put on them. Right. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So they they hyped it as as hype of a game you can get. Honestly. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. It is a star-studded cast, though, of, I mean, if nothing else, at least what has been positive is that the characters are really well mm. done, and the voice acting is good, and I love Norman Reedus, so. Who doesn't love Norman Reedus? Yeah. Right? If, I don't know if I want to watch him shower I in a mean, video game, though. 
and, and can, pee. I, can I control his showering? Like, turn a little, turn a little Joy-Con <laughs> to turn it hotter and you colder? Have to, you have to... You have to pay sixty dollars to find Is that out. That DLC, I'll pay sixty dollars. <laughs> That's a shower DLC. Come on. Um, so moving forward, uh, just some quick little pieces of news. Um, so the people behind Apex Legends, uh, a game that we have mixed feelings about here because they did that instead of going down the Titanfall route. So they have said that Apex Legends will be coming to the new consoles uh, next year. And so I was that to me says screw Titanfall <laughs> from them. Yeah, I think <clears throat> and, uh, I don't think we're getting Titanfall three. I don't think it's on their list for a while. No, I don't think so either. Um, the next little tidbit. Uh, so EA tweeted a uh, teaser and it had a EA mug and it had steam coming out of it. So everybody started freaking out <laughs> because EA games are now going to be coming to steam on PC where they've had EA origin for so long as their primary launcher and their games weren't on steam and people are very precious <laughs> about their steam. And uh, yeah, so I think that that's what's coming in the future for that. Um, I think I'm the only one here who really cares <laughs> about the PC markets. So <laughs> yeah, I, I, good, I good I for care. you, Griff. I mean, <laughs> that that um, makes you happy, bud. Go for it. I don't care. I play The Sims on the Origin Lotra. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, listen, I get to play my Sims. I don't care where I get to play it. <laughs> Just give me my Sims. Um. So moving on. So BlizzCon, which is Blizzard's kind of um, event that they do, happened and they announced Diablo 4 and Overwatch 2. Um, there has been a lot of controversy surrounding Blizzard as a company and everything that's been going on in Hong Kong. We do not have to get into that here um, because that is a whole nother conversation. Um, I think that Diablo 4 and Overwatch 2 look good. That's as far as that goes. I was never the biggest Overwatch player, but uh, Diablo 4, what they've shown and they said it's very far out. Mm-hmm. They kind of did what they did with... Um, they kind of did with, with Diablo four, what, um, Bethesda did with the new elder scrolls. They're like, we're working on it. Thanks. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm not much to talk about there. Um, unless we want to get into that whole blizzard discussion, which this is probably not the place. Let's just go ahead and just go around the table and just, you know, discuss our political beliefs real fast and just, (laughs) Uh, um, (laughs) this is not that podcast. (laughs) I feel, I feel victimized. (laughs) No, um, let's talk about something. Oh no, you go ahead. I want want to talk about that freaking Diablo trailer. That thing was hella cool. Have you seen? It was cool. Dude. So me and my wife were about to go on a date and she was getting ready. A date. I know it was crazy. Um, you have two children. How are you going on a date? I, we tricked some grandparents into staying at my house. It was the best. <laughs> there um, you go. And so I'm ready. She's getting like getting ready. I'm sitting, you know, uh, on the bed, like flipping on my phone. And I watched this like seven minute freaking trailer of Diablo Four. Dude, I've I've never played a Diablo game. I don't play scary games because I am a sissy. I might play some Diablo 4. That looked good. That man with the yeah. little triangle and the blood and stuff, and then with that blood envy and that girl's cape. Mm. 
I've never, uh, I've never played a uh, Diablo or, you know, any, not a whole lot of games in that style. Mm-hmm. I think I might step foot into that vein as well. Dude, let's play it together. Really good. Let's play Sweet. Together. Hold hands. Let's do it. I mean, because you can. It's very. It it, it yeah. is very much pro, um, playing together. So finally, we get back to playing games together. <clears throat> Ooh, excuse me. That was not pleasant. Um, so let's talk about something that is pleasant. There's going to be an Into the Spider-Verse 2. Okay. So. <laughs> Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is a phenomenal film. It is gorgeous. The comic book inspired artwork is phenomenal. Finally, Miles Morales, who is probably one of my favorite characters, getting his thrust into the spotlight is was was great. All the voice acting was great. I just don't think Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is a movie that needs a sequel. I know they, they kind of set it up at the end with Miguel O'Hara, and that's cool, but whatever. I just think it was one of those movies that is perfect by itself, just self-contained. We don't need to sprawl out so i i agree um i i think we've we've might have touched on this before i think that it is a very good standalone Mm -hmm. movie now i'm gonna play devil's advocate here and say what if it could be better as (laughs) having a sequel What if that we is, that make is the mindset of everyone in Hollywood that's ever made a decent movie? <laughs> but what if? But what if? So I think I think what I have um, people are and th- to speculate on on what they have posted is just kind of crazy because yeah. all they posted is it was a like a, a glitching out spider symbol and if you like pause it for every glitch you can see different spider symbols. Um, uh, People are speculating that it's there might go down the Spider Geddon storyline from the comics. Um, with <laughs> was it universe or trans universe traveling vampires that feed on the spider energy? Like, that's some crazy. Oh, line. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, I know like that is. A, I, people are talking about that storyline. Like, yeah. good luck. They essentially <laughs> like eat the spider men for nourishment, it's crazy, yeah. I'm like, good luck bringing that to a yeah. film adaptation. But, I mean, they made an amazing movie the first time, so they could definitely do something great. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw that supposedly the 70s Japanese Spider-Man yep, is supposedly that. in that. So, I might go see it for that. Oh, you're going to see it. I, that's, I don't know who I'm lying to. I'm definitely going to go see this film. <laughs> I'm going to take my family. So, Josh... Tell me how, what college football has to do with video games. Oh, I am so so excited about this In 2019, how does college football play to video games? Well, it it played a lot before 2019. It did. uh, Before... Before the NCAA and everyone in college decided that they're not going to make video games anymore, and my heart was broken. Mm-hmm. And it's been broken since, God, what was the last NCAA that was made? 14, I think? 13? Yeah, it was, it was there. Yeah. 2014, I think. And 
Was it ba- and Baylor? Then, Baylor was on the front. Yeah, it was. Um, I'm. I'm. Ooh, hold on. I'm on Google. You keep talking. The third. <laughs> You're gonna do the Google. It's it's worth a Google. <laughs> um, but then a few weeks ago, the NCAA passed a motion that they would start allowing players to profit off of the use of their likeness. Which opens the door back up for one of my favorite video game series yes, ever. Yes. NCAA yeah. football. Um it was NCAA fourteen, Michigan was on the cover. Oh. Um ah. and who would that have been? Some now, some now. dude with dread. Yeah. So some, dude with, was. some dude with dreads. Um player, I think. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't the athletic director, no, it was the not. water boy. Um, <laughs> listen, if they made a Wow, what a movie. They need to put the was it in, Bobby Boucher needs to be on the cover. Uh, um, they were the Mud Dogs. Yeah, they were. Mm. Uh, anyway, so I'm very excited for this. Um, I know. Listen, if they made a new NCAA football game, that would be probably the best selling game that year that it comes out. Yeah, it, it. I mean, EA wipe out every bad mm-hmm. piece of press you've heard about them over the past two years. If they can bring back college oh football God, and get yeah. it right, it's, it's like that never Ima- happened. Imagine you know they I mean? do this and release it with the new consoles. That's so smart. And, Ugh. Yeah. I can't, I, and the first thing you hear when you turn on your PlayStation <clears throat> 5, EA Sports, it's in the game. Oh, that would just right in the chest. Yeah. That would be Ooh. amazing. But the issue is I think I don't I don't foresee any way for them to make a video game in the next at least three years. I mean yeah. there's so much mm-hmm. for them to figure out legally on on, yeah. on this new motion that it's that in yeah. itself oh, could sure. take five years. And then and then you've got to develop the game, which is yeah. who knows, three to five years. So Everyone's getting excited, and and you know next year NCAA that's twenty. Not, that's, no, not that's, that's not going to happen. And, but the and you really have to. You really have to think with this new motion. Does that mean that it's a blanket <laughs> statement, and every payer would get the same pay? Right, and, that's the conversation. Mm-hmm. And if you're if you're better, do you get more? Or, does yeah, every exactly. player so many... need to have a separate contract with the person making the game? Because yep. that's that's a huge undertaking. Yeah. So who knows? Uh, it's it's something interesting to think about. I'm excited for one day in the future when I get to play NCAA football again. Oh, yeah. Rack up 800 yards in a single game. Can't wait. <laughs> the days. God. Mountaintop. Mountaintop. Railroad crossing, man. Railroad crossing. <laughs> oh, uh, shout out to Dane and not knowing what the buttons are called <laughs> on a PlayStation controller. Um. <laughs> Is that what no, he that called? His... Is that what he called the triangle no. button? No, no, that yeah, was his top. code. That was his code when we were playing couch co-op, mm. and it was like two v two, and he would someone would be quarterback, and you'll you'll hit the button to like look at the routes and stuff, mm-hmm. and that out that was his secret way of explaining like which one you should do. Oh my god! You say mountaintop box 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 box. box. <laughs> That's amazing, <laughs> guys. Bring back bring back couch co-op. I miss it. Oh yeah, I don't, I don't know why they would. Such a great. You know what? You know what games don't need couch co-op. Mm. Um, RP, RPGs, correct? 
I don't know. I didn't know don't really, going don't, RP, yeah. <laughs> Listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna make this work. That was a good <laughs> roll with the big dog. Hammer and chisel it in. <laughs> Get in there. <laughs> um, so this week, so we we wanted we knew we wanted to talk about Outer Worlds at the start of this podcast. Um, because we've Josh and I have been really digging into that. And it really got us thinking what are our favorite RPGs of all time. So each of us have picked three games. Um, and that's going to be our topic this week. Uh, real easy. I, every, I mean, RPG has become such a weird thing to talk about. Because in a sense, almost every game that comes out now is a... You you are playing a role right. of, a, of a character. So where does that, you know... Where does that fall? Yeah, that's a very good point. Because my wife, when I told her my choices, she was like, I don't think those are RPGs. And she, I was like, I, get, I can't say Megan you're wrong. <laughs> get Megan on the mic. She was like, you might want to check with Griffin before you record. <laughs> Griffin, he is the de facto authority like, on what is and is not an RPG. Her exact that statement. Not, that is not even true. Her exact statement was, I just don't want the RPG community to, to make fun of you. Oh my God. I love Megan so much. <laughs> she's looking out she's for looking you, out for she's her smacking boot. you in the face the exact same when don't, she's doing it. Don't worry. Amy's exact words are, everyone's already making fun of you. You can't do anything to change that. <laughs> <laughs> I tend to agree. So, uh, Beach, why don't you start us out with your first of your favorite role-playing games? So my first, and all three of mine are not surprises because they are pretty much the three games I talk about at all times. Um, my first is Pokemon. <gasps> no. What? You like Pokemon, AJ? <laughs> I do. Get out of here. I like Pokemon a lot. I know this is a surprise to you and all 13 people listening, but... <laughs> Pokemon is the 14. 14. 14 Josh, tonight. Josh is here. Um, Josh is Josh is a live listener. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the stream. Um, Pokemon is an RPG. You are playing a a voiceless protagonist who goes catches these these animals, force them to battle other animals for money <clears throat> and for fame, and it's just so friggin' good. It is. It's a great formula. They, they've made changes, but not a whole lot to the core mechanic, which right. is what you just said. Just make animals fight for money. Exactly. <laughs> it's yeah. Every didn't Michael Vick get thrown in jail for that? <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it depends on the culture. It's a cultural place, you know. The it's Atlanta okay. Falcons have never been the same. They really haven't. Um, <laughs> R.I.P. to that franchise. Mm -hmm. Them in the red in the uh, Redskins, right, Josh? Oh, I just, what a trash organization. <laughs> I could spend a whole podcast, you guys don't even have to talk. Just, just, just let me vent on just the atrocity that is Daniel Snyder, Bruce Allen, Vinny Serrato, just the three stooges. Oh my god. Uh, well, now that I've got you wound up, why don't you give me, yeah. give me one of your games? <laughs> All right. Um... Not a surprise if you were listening to the Outer Worlds conversation and what I am comparing that game to, which is Fallout 4. Yes. I played, I sunk so many hours into Fallout 4, I can't even, I can't even stand it. Um, but one of the, one of the things that had me hooked was the amount of modifications mm. and how deep you could get into with your armor and your guns. Um, I love that. And, um, 
every everything that you looted in that game you could you could put towards you know a mod essentially right um which i thought was really cool because a lot of games um you have things that you can pick up but they don't really do anything other than you know encumber you right um so i thought it was really cool that you know oh tin cup i can i can turn that into something so i'm gonna take Mm -hmm. everything um i love i love picking up things throughout the game maybe that's why jeffrey is a is a total klepto i don't know <laughs> his, his his personality is coming out through exactly. me and, and my love you, for looting you do and RPGs. Feed into your character a little uh, every, everyone does <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> everyone gets to live out their darkest fantasy with their made up with their made up um, character but yeah i love i love that um the companions were cool you could have a dog as your companion yeah, i shout love out that dog meat um, love dog meat shout out to dog meat what a guy um yeah, and I, I dug the story. I just I never I never had a bad time playing it. There wasn't a time where I was like, "Oh, I hate yeah. that. That sucked." Um, so big Fallout. Guy. Um, I definitely have to say I got the platinum trophy on PlayStation for Fallout Four. I Ooh. did pretty much everything in that game. I loved it. Um, it was on my list. I made an adjustment, um, but I am gonna start out with a big one and. Josh, I hate that we both put this on our list, and I apologize. Um, <laughs> Elder Scrolls Skyrim. When you oh. say the words role-playing game, <laughs> if you don't think it's Skyrim, there's something wrong. For God's... <laughs> Look, there was, nothing, there was nothing better than spending a Sunday in a dark room. Yep. Hungover. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> uh, that this game has had such a impact on the just the culture around gaming. I mean, when this game came out, it was insane. Mm-hmm. I mean, Oblivion was great, and some people, you know, have their preference. Some people like it better than Skyrim, but for me personally, this was like this is real like this is a real video game yeah um i mean yep. now people are like modding it to be on like those fridges with ipads all in front of them and stuff and it's become a joke you know now it's like oh so-and-so comes out now can play skyrim <laughs> like because they put it on everything yeah. now but and i and the reason that everybody is just so and i think i'm really worried we're gonna get that that overheightness for the next Elder Scrolls game is be- because of how yep. yeah amazing they did with this with Skyrim and what the impact that had. Mm-hmm. I mean, how how are you supposed to live up to that? But because of what they've already done, mm-hmm. I wonder if it's yeah. I mean, look at look at Fallout Four and look at Fallout Seventy Six, uh, right? Exactly. You gonna pin t- ten dollars a month to play that game? Hang. Absolutely. Not. That's that's what a lot of people. I got it for free and I didn't play it. <laughs> A lot of people have been, have been talking about, you know, the Fallout 1, which is like their their new subscription mm-hmm. part of Fallout 76. And, it's, you know, so you get private servers and that kind of thing. And it launched on like the same day as Outer Worlds. And everybody's like, really? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, wow. This is a weird um, just like choice they made to like. Yeah. Tr- like be that dead horse. You know what I mean? Oh, Yeah. So yep. I really hope and there they, are people that mm-hmm. I was going to say there are people that are still enjoying it and I hope there are and I hope they're liking where they're, it's going but man yeah. they messed up yeah it's a big <laughs> it was a big whiff um, so I, I really hope that Bethesda 
Bethesda, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Learn from that, making the new game. Um, <clears throat> lost my train of thought because my screen went blank. Um, <laughs> is this? Is you this were a, you were a fi- you were a figure in the darkness there for a yeah, second. Yeah, no, it just went like bruises, Mac Mini. I was like, oh no, what do I do? Um, <laughs> That's how you need to DM from now on. <laughs> just as a darkness. shadow, just as a voice in the dark. <laughs> it looks like he's in the witness protection program. <laughs> the the voice, um, but no, like learning from their mistakes with Fallout seventy six, knowing how huge of a property they have with the Elder Scrolls. Maybe they, they'll take their time to cater and do the best they can for. God, what is the new one? Is it Morrowind? I, I think it's, is that right? No. No, no Morrowind was the third yeah. one. Yeah. So oh, I don't think they've actually put, they haven't put a name on it yet. It's just new Elder Scrolls. Uh, number, number six, yeah. yeah. Right. Gotcha. What if it's in space? They, they are, are making yeah, a space that game. Is, that is oh, funny you mentioned that. Trying to make, trying <laughs> to make a joke. Someone's doing it. <laughs> funny you mentioned that. Bethesda is making a space RPG. And that also just sounds amazing. Yeah. I've, oh, yeah. I've barely heard Star- anything about it, and it sounds awesome. Starfield, if I'm correct on that. That's the name of the game? Uh, Starfield? sounds about right. Yeah. Anyway. So you're, PJ, hit us with your next Well, game. I want to ask everyone a question. Oh, hit me. About Skyrim, because we've all played Skyrim. I've played Skyrim because of you, Griffin. I vividly remember watching you play and thinking, I want to play this as well. Um, <laughs> when you play, what? how do you play? For example, I am the creep <laughs> stealth all the time with my bow, and I just mm-hmm. shoot and shoot and poison tip and shoot. That is how I play. If I, if, if, if you ask anybody that question mm-hmm. and they tell you that they can, they can start out with two handed heavy weapons or as a mage or something else. If they sit there and tell you that they never devolve into the stealthy archer. Devolve. No, no. Evolve. Up. <laughs> they are lying. They the are lying. They are lying to you. That is the best way to play that game. Oh because so you just satisfying. creep through the caves and headshot everything. Mm-hmm. So satisfying. And you just crank that stealth and 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 everything up. Oh man, became the knight. I, I would do a I would do a hybrid because mm-hmm. I, I do I do enjoy that. Um, but building out just being fully decked out in Daedric armor. Mm-hmm. With a Daedric greatsword and just, I mean, beheading fools. That is dope. Just, it's it's so satisfying. I had a, also, mm. how many times did you stand at like the little forge and make an iron bar, then an iron dagger, then an iron dagger, just getting that smithing level hours. up? Hours, <laughs> ah, hours. I played a uh, uh, a character that was the idea was just like no weapons, just like it was it was a uh, mm. essentially like a is it Tabaxi? I don't know the name of the cat people on there. Tabaxi oh, is D&D. Yeah. Is it? Uh, well, it, Khajiit. Khajiit. Thank you. And they had the claws, whatever. And I just freaking suplex people all the time. And it was so <laughs> satisfying to watch. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It See, it, this game is so good. And it, it is. It has been around forever. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, and, and especially with, like, with the way PC mining is now, it's like, I could, I could, sit someone down who's never seen it 
in front of my modded version of that game mm-hmm. and they would think it was a game that came out now. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yep. It, and I, I think it transcends Right. Time. And everybody's love for that game truly shows in, in the work that a lot of people have put in definitely. to make that game something you know, better. Um, so talk about quotables. I used to be an adventurer like you. <laughs> <laughs> took an arrow to the knee. Till I took an arrow to the knee. <laughs> God. It's got its own freaking meme. It does. And it's made it into so many other areas of mm-hmm. pop culture. <laughs> um, Beach, hit us with the next uh, surprise here. My number two <clears throat> surprise that um, just blindsided you is uh, Kingdom Hearts. So tell me about the lore of Kingdom Hearts. Just I don't, give me a quick I don't have I don't have seventy two hours to get it all wrong. <laughs> so, I am tell, a, tell Josh why yeah, have you tell know, Josh you why know, Donald and Goofy are there with Cloud from so, Final Fantasy. Kingdom Hearts is a have you ever played Kingdom Hearts, Josh? I've I remember vaguely playing it like once many many years ago, and I just I didn't. <laughs> you were like, why the, it just why the hell am I playing I just, with Goofy and Donald? I didn't get it. Yeah, but I but I mean, one of my favorite what what I really do appreciate about Kingdom Hearts is that Griffin loves it so much, and I love making fun of him for it because he just gets so upset, and it's just. It just brings me so much happiness. So if nothing else, I'll put That's that in my top five. If nothing else. else. I mean, it's, it's, and, it's and, that mixture of Final Fantasy and Disney. You play as some kid named Sora. You got a big old key and you be beating folks. And I think a lot of it has to do with it's the nostalgia of it for me. It's the mm-hmm. first game I mm-hmm. played all the way through and beat by myself. And then like another game two years later came out and I was like, oh my God, this is great. And I played it and beat it. And then 15 years later... <laughs> The third one just came out, and Literally. I I played that bad boy, and I loved every second of it, and I think it's more of a nostalgia, just I have a deep love for that game, than it being, like, good? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's mm-hmm. good, but, like, if you rank it along with others, it's not the best game ever, but... Uh, for sure. And I mean, we, we've done a whole episode about Kingdom Hearts. I think it was like our third episode or something. Yeah. And I mean, it, 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 it's such, it had such an impact on, on people's lives that it really is a nostalgia thing. When people talk about Kingdom Hearts, like if, if you like Kingdom Hearts and somebody brings it up, you're like, Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but like, you know, you get people who like, don't know anything about it. Like Josh, you're like, what are the, what is this? <laughs> what is this? Explain it to me like I'm five. <laughs> Which good luck explaining that game series. There's um, no explanation. It's 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 all honestly, yeah. It just, just exists. Let it ride. There you go. And now we ride. Uh Josh hit us with a Yep, so I did have Skyrim. Um and I did have the same kind of um dilemma internal struggle when making this list of qualifies as an rpg and what kind of a weird uh middle earth shadow of war which is the sequel to middle earth shadow of mordor um where you're you're you essentially play as lord of the rings character Mm -hmm. and it it kind of relates to the series but it's 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 standalone um and the reason i love this game for other than the fact that the combat is phenomenal um, and just being a, a total psycho ghost warrior is amazing. Um, the nemesis system, which is 
just yep. such a cool concept. And I, mm-hmm. I love very, that, right? And for, cool. for anyone who hasn't played it, the Nemesis system is essentially um, when you when you die in the game to any character, whether it's a super low-level orc or an actual boss in the story, that character continues to build and evolve and has his, his, a life of his own outside of whatever you're doing and will continue to come back and, and haunt you throughout the game. Um, so you really, you build like a love-hate relationship with this character um and i just i just think that's that's so mm-hmm. cool um and even though this isn't like a a typical rpg it gives it that kind of rpg element cuz you're you're really making that relationship with that character who you kind of love to hate oh that's really and neat. you want to know so i i think the nemesis system is very cool mm-hmm. i loved those games um i personally thought uh mordor was better than war but that was just me mm. um but I think it was just it was the fact that it was so new is what brought me to yeah. like Mordor better because I I knew what I was getting with War so I was able to I was yeah, able to surprise. see the flaws yeah right that's fair that's fair um but man with that Nemesis system you would be fighting like a big orc and you're like get through the battle and all of a sudden you hear from out of nowhere you hear Ranger and you're just like <laughs> and you and like the camera slow downs and pans to another guy and you're like. You have got to be kidding That's me right funny. Man filth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And it would just be like, you. I mean, because you would have this guy, like, almost dead. And then this guy who you fought, like, five times comes up. And you're like, you where where were you why are you like <laughs> there's you no reason for you to be here right now and and they always have an excuse for how you beat them but it wasn't really their fault yeah um they're like i've gotten stronger now, <laughs> it's like you haven't though you haven't you're just you're annoying and it's, it's crazy because these guys like learn from the way you beat i mean there really is it's like it, yep. it changes the way you have to fight them hmm. like if you if you did front flips over a guy and then stabbed him in the back a bunch of times to kill him the time before he'll grab you when you start to front flip over him and throw you down. Oh, like you can't do, you can't do that anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So not only is it super fun to play, but just appreciating the amount of Mm. detail and work that went into just developing that intelligence system is just incredible. I really think that they Um, should implement that in a lot more games. Yeah. Definitely. I think they're going to. I, hope so. I think they're going to. I read it I read it a crazy article about um someone who played the first uh the first game, uh, Shadow of Mordor, had his nemesis system, um, and then completely wiped his his hard drive, played Shadow of War, and that same guy came back. He had there was no save data, he could not figure out how that guy found him in the second game. That is wild. It's, the, it's, I, I'll have to, I'll see, I'll have to see if <laughs> I can find it in devil. 17, guys. It's a crazy story. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, when I played the second one, Shadow of War, the same guy that used to kick my ass in the original one came back and it took me probably two, there's like a section where you have to only fight that guy mm-hmm. and you're yeah. not very leveled up. It took me probably 30 times of wow. dying before I beat him. It was, oh, it was horrible, but I appreciated it. God, that is those are good games that I mm-hmm. completely forgot about that. Um, so my second game is uh going back to something we talked about earlier. I'm gonna say The Witcher 3, The Wild Hunt. Um solid choice. This game came 
I, I picked up this game having no idea what The Witcher was or anything like that. I just knew it was coming out, had a lot of hype behind it, and I and it was I was in that point where yeah, I need something new to play. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you're yeah. like you're like kind of searching, and I remember picking it up and I played it for like a day and I talked to our good friend Ben who has been on this podcast before. Um, Shouts out Ben Dog. And uh, I told him I was like, man. I don't know if this is for me. I was like, there's a lot of systems and there's a lot of stuff going on. I don't understand. And this is a third game in a series. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't play the other two. Um, and then Ben checked back in with me a week later and I was like, uh, yeah, this is going to be one of my favorite games of all time. <laughs> <laughs> I think that that, <clears throat> that game, number one, absolutely gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Two, just some amazing things with story. Um, BJ, you've played this. I know the blood, the whole Bloody Baron questline. Oh, dude, that right? That story, like, is messed up. <laughs> it's so, <laughs> it's just so just like haunting. I never, I never played a video game before where I was like, oh god. <laughs> and then I had to make a choice about it too. I was like, I don't, I don't know what to do. Because mm-hmm. it really doesn't. It's not like an easy. Mm-mm. Like I know what's gonna happen if I do these things. Yeah. It's a very much like mm-hmm. I, this sounds right, yeah. and then like hours later you find out the repercussions of your. Mm-hmm. So it's not like oh I don't like that and go back to an old save. It's like right. no, no it's, you've played. It's a while. You have put in like ten more hours, and then you find out what happens. I honestly have like packed away that memory far into the back of my brain so it doesn't just <laughs> appear so randomly sorry. now can't sleep think about that baby mm-hmm. mm. um is that what got you into the books it is them? um i really enjoyed that and then i like heard people talking about the books and and always kind of looking for a good new audiobook to listen to and i listened to mm-hmm. and I, there's a lot of them and mm-hmm. it's kind of like i had to do some research like where do i actually start yeah um and the one I started with, which is what a lot of people recommended, is is one of the collections of short stories. Man, like after listening to the audiobooks and then actually getting into like the the more story narrative driven ones that mm-hmm. are much much more yeah. broad. Uh, going back to play The Witcher Three, I really appreciate it a lot more. Right, and I think I thought it was a great game to begin with. Um, now having a more founded uh, knowledge of that world, these characters, mm-hmm. their backstories, um, I really, really enjoyed a lot more. Hmm. So, The Witcher, Beach, hey bud, hit us. Okay, your last, my last one. Maybe some some might say the RPG. Yeah. So when we were talking about this, no one said video games. So, Nobody said video I games. Said, <laughs> 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 trying, to, trying to push in me talking about Dungeons and Dragons into every episode. So my it's, third it's working. My third RPG <laughs> is uh, Dungeons and Dragons. The reason me and Bit, me and Josh, are friends. Yeah. Um, love it. Tabletop role. It's literally a tabletop role playing game. You are sitting around pretending to be somebody else, rolling dice, doing math. <laughs> arguing about rules like it's arguing about the math arguing about the math 
<laughs> drawing diagrams, feeling the bad about it for a whole not... week, dude. I'm not even gonna lie. I after Ben drew that diagram and like said, "This is what I would have done." I felt bad about it. I, I remember like just thinking about it like for days afterward. I was like, "Should I? Should I text Ben and apologize about this fictitious rock rolling over his fictitious character?" <laughs> even though no one died except for you know. Lawrence, uh, the, the biggest, biggest loss. component Listen, of our that group. poor baby wasn't going to make it. <laughs> but Josh, you did you did your Jeffrey best. Jeffrey burned alive. down a bar to get Lawrence. Yeah, he did. He, a whole city That's right. is like on watch for trying to out who burned down this bar. They're like, no, every y'all did this in an episode when I wasn't there, so I come in and I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah that was a great that yeah. was a great but see though. i mean it's something we talk about that was almost a what six months ago i think oh easy. it's been a, mm-hmm. a minute and we're still yep. talking about it we're talking about just these these memories you create and it's because you're with other people i think is the biggest aspect of it. it's not a game you yeah. can sit and play by yourself and be like hmm yep that was cool or hmm Got all the all the stuff together, make my super cool keyblade. But you are sitting either how we have to do virtually online because of people want to live in Virginia, people want to travel to Vegas every other day, you know. But you 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 build these relationships, you have these these moments that you make up together, and it's it's a lot of fun, and it's creative you know you have to be creative in solving problems not everything is i hit it with my hammer i seduce it with my charm (laughs) well if you're jeffrey you 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 just burn it cast cast lightning bolt on it or you steal it i don't care who's in the i don't care who's in the way (laughs) usually griffin (laughs) nine times out of ten it's griffin getting the short end of every stick (laughs) it's just just how it rolls Literally, <laughs> but D and D man, the dungeons and the dragons. We talk about it a lot. We talk we about obviously it. like it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I I totally agree. It's it's an amazing game, and it. I was so bad mm. at it when I first played it. I don't. I was Dude, surprised I got invited everyone's back. Everyone's bad at to it. play because nobody told me how to. I was just like. Ben, I want to play. Like, well, hold on, right, cool. let me call hold the on, dungeon, call the dungeon master. Y'all had been drinking <laughs> with you. <do. laughs> oh, for, was for a, days we, as was well. One of the greatest Not phone just calls that I received in my life. <laughs> Understand? I have never. I didn't know Josh existed before Ben texted me, who I barely nope. knew. I only knew Ben for like a couple of months, maybe. <laughs> he was like, "Hey, my friend Josh wants to play in our D and D game." I'm like. Sure, call me in a couple of minutes. We can make a because it's like the same day. Make yeah, up a like, character real Sunday. quick. Yeah, well, because yeah, literally ben the was morning visiting of you, and yeah. it's like, hey, I don't care what we're doing. Yep. I gotta play D and D tonight. <laughs> got to do it. <laughs> literally, <And> you were. <laughs> That's verbatim, and I was like, all right, well, like I, I want to <sighs> do that. So great, you called. Hey, <laughs> oh yeah. Oh. Definitely still yeah. feeling it from the from the night before. Like, oh, okay, we just and I and the character I made. I remember saying this. BJ was like, "Well, like, what do you, 
You're like, what do you what do you want to be? And I'm like, dude, I don't know. I just what is Ben? And kind of well, he's you know he's, he's a good character and he's got a good heart and he's a warrior. It's like, yeah, I want to be the opposite. <laughs> I want to do the opposite of Ben. I want to be his antithesis. Jeffrey, yeah, the dragonborn sorcerer uh, named Jeffrey yes. was born. That's so great. And I've been and I've been plaguing Ben ever <laughs> oh since. I love I love when you do something and I just hear Ben go, "Oh my god!" <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing, Ro- I feel like Ben's character Rogar will back up Jeffrey no oh. matter what. No matter what. that's his cousin. Family. That's his cousin. That's his cousin. He's gonna back him up because it- he has told me before mm. that if we weren't related, he would have killed him <laughs> so long ago. <laughs> <laughs> and and I fully believe it, man. Cause I, I love because Ben's reaction is him knowing that mm-hmm. Rogar is going to back up what Jeffrey's doing, <laughs> even though Ben it. doesn't want to. <laughs> oh my lord! Uh, yeah, an amazing Josh, game. Yeah, it is. Oh, an amazing mm-hmm. game. Um, and I, this is not going to be the last time we talk about this game. No. Negative. Um. Anything you can think of since I stole your Skyromancer, which is your third game. Uh, any any honorable mention you want to drop before I close this out with a last game? Um, I really love the Soulsborne franchise, and I know you've done a whole podcast mm. on it. Um, I, did. I love those and games. You are, and I want. Do you want to? <laughs> do you want to talk about? how mad you are at me about having been on for that episode. You know, I find solace in the fact that Ben didn't know he was an honorable mention for that episode and he got so butthurt about it. Oh so boy, the, was he sad. So for the people listening, I had initially mentioned to Josh, I said, Hey, I'd love to have you on. I know you love Soulsborne, so we could definitely talk about that when you come on. And you said, great. <laughs> ben was going to be visiting my house. So I said, Ben, while you're visiting, you should talk about <laughs> Soulsborne. <laughs> Knowing that I could have Josh on and we could talk about something else. It damn near broke my heart. But Ben finding out that he was the second choice damn near broke his heart, which then mended my said broken heart. Exactly. Um, but yeah, those games are amazing. Um, and I mean, you I, could, talk I could about, spend I could spend hours on that. So. You want to talk about playing a role? You definitely play mm-hmm. a role in that game, and it is mm-hmm. to die a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, to die a lot and to throw your controller at your TV and try not to break it. Oh, side note. So in that vein, a little bit of news I forgot to mention. Did you see their uh, a, a Neo Two Alpha was out recently? Mm-hmm. I did not see that. Oh yeah, but another game. I'm I excited. Know, another game I know you like. Yes. So that game is so hard. Oh my god. <laughs> um. So <clears throat> to finish this out in the realm of our favorite <laughs> RPGs is a game franchise that I came to way later. Like the, I got the box set of this game to play all three. Mm-hmm. Uh, is the Mass Effect trilogy. Mm. So, mm. I was like, "Where? What? Like, once I started playing Mass Effect One, I got like halfway through, and I was like, <laughs> where have I been? Like, why did I not play these games when they came out?'" Um, a friend of the show, Tim, 
He's a huge Mass Effect fan. Mm-hmm. He he's the one who got me to finally play these games. Um this is like the space opera RPG yes, it series. Is. And it is phenomenal. You want to talk about memorable <laughs> companions? Garrus from those games will stick with me throughout my gaming career. He was the sniper guy, right? He was the sniper okay. guy, yes. Not as memorable um, for me, but I love him and um he's awesome. And so I and, and the the whole renegade paragon good evil system in that game really allowed for different playthroughs, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Um and the the voice acting of that game, the you know, the the way the the scenes are shot, that kind of thing. I think that looking back because I played it, you know, after the fact, after they all three had been out, starting from the beginning, I saw in that game a lot of things that other games had done yeah. after that. Yeah. Um, emulating it. Um, and I know there's tons of Mass Effect fans out there. I'd probably say Mass Effect 2, if I had to take one out of the three as my favorite. I agree. Mass Effect 2. I agree. Have, have either of y'all played? I have never I played. dabbled in three, I believe. It's the one where you 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 save Garrus and Garrick, whatever his name is. Um and there's a little like short alien dude who's like supposed to be a monster or something. I don't know. That's literally all I remember about it. Oh, I remember you should very play, you should play it again. I probably since should. you have plenty since you have plenty of time so with so much you. time. Yeah, being a father. So much time <laughs> to play games. Listen. The only thing I remember hearing about uh, about Mass Effect yeah. wasn't wasn't there a story that there was like a some sort of there was a, a sequence in the game that was super unsettling to people and it it, it made I thought it made the news. It was like akin to like a, it was akin to the um, the mission in Call of Duty where um, oh, no Russian man. the uh, no, Russian. no Russian it was akin to that no but Russian. I can't remember what the I'm... actual thing was. So for those don't who don't know, like me, what are you talking about? What is this no Russian? So in oh one of the God. Call of Duty games, there's a mission. It's Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Not the no, not the first it's one. Not, it's Modern Warfare two or three. It, was, it wasn't in the first one. Uh, um, but there's a there's a game or a, a mission where you're an undercover guy with all these mm-hmm. crazy Russian folk, and they you're in like an elevator in an airport, and um, the guy's like no Russian. That's all he says. And uh-huh. you get up into this crowd of people with your freaking you're machine like gun. Air, you're like an airport, and you or just the whole the whole you just lay waste to a bunch of civilians. I mean, it's like oh. it's like a five to ten minute mission of you just murdering murdering people, innocent civilians, and it got so much backlash, so much so that you can actually skip the mission. You don't have to play right. it. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, it made it made headlines, and it was. So I don't think the thing I heard about Mass Effect was on that scale, but it was mm-hmm. something similar to that where it was like, "Holy, sh- holy crap! This is like, this is bad. This yeah. is really bad." Um, the only thing I know that got a lot of backlash from Mass Effect was the ending for Mass Effect Three because a lot of people because people like hated it. it. Yeah, <laughs> um, but you were right, Josh. Modern Warfare Two. Ah, I win. What Look do I you. win? You win. A chance to come back and have another show with us another time. 
because we are tired. <laughs> and, and I think that is going to do it for us here on this episode of the Best Palcast. I've been so blessed to do it with two best pals. Hashtag blessed. Hashtag blessed. Um, guys, we have some exciting stuff coming up for you. Um, this is the month of RPGs. Pokemon Sword and Shield is coming out very soon. Um, keep an eye out on our Twitter. We might be doing a collab for next week. I don't want to give too much away about that, but exciting stuff we're working on. Josh, thank you for joining us, bud. Thank you, gentlemen. So happy to be here. Had a blast, and uh, hopefully get to come back and talk about some more fun stuff with y'all. Oh, we hope so, too. We're very excited. Um, well, check us out on Twitter, at The Best Podcast. We are on Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, and if we are not somewhere that you want to listen to this, tell, tell us. us. Let we'll us be know. happy to put it there. All right, gang. We will touch base with you soon. Bye. Goodbye.